Good morning. It is Thursday, October the 12th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, The Power of a Transformed Life. Our text is Acts chapter 9, verses 26 to 31. Hear now the word of the Lord. When he came to Jerusalem, Paul, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord, and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord, and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. We have witnessed dynamic and dramatic things as this massive Holy Spirit story continues to unfold. Jesus physically lifts off the earth defying gravity, and ascends into heaven. The Holy Spirit comes like a roaring wind and tongues of fire, and men who don't speak foreign languages all of a sudden not only speak foreign languages, but declare the gospel of Jesus in said languages. A man paralyzed from birth begins walking and jumping and praising God. People suffering with all kinds of sickness are healed. People oppressed by all sorts of evil and impure spirits are delivered. Last week, we witnessed the stunning conversion of an Ethiopian eunuch, not to mention the thousands and thousands of men, women, and children who have professed faith in Jesus, been baptized, and joined the church. Signs, wonders, Miracles abound as the presence of God fills the people of God with the power of God, which is the love of God, for the sake of the world and all for the glory of God. 
All of this is extraordinary and truly incredible. But this week, we are witnessing what is perhaps the most profound and convincing proof of them all. The power of a transformed life. This story of the Apostle Paul is next level. Here was a man who was so convinced in his established faith in God and so convicted by his convictions, he committed himself to destroy anything that came against it, especially the church. The disciples in Damascus were terrified of him. They didn't believe the story, and with good reason, because it was unbelievable. I love this bit of the inside story. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul, on his journey, had seen the Lord, and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. As an aside, don't underestimate the significance of Barnabas giving his thumbs up on Paul. Also, don't underestimate the significance of your own endorsement of a perhaps unlikely witness of Jesus. It matters a lot. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. This is unprecedented. Saul, who weeks ago was holding the coats of the men stoning Stephen, for his faith in Jesus, who days ago was breathing murderous threats and dragging men and women from their homes to punish them for their faith in Jesus, is now in the holy city, Jerusalem, and he is speaking boldly in the name of Jesus, and I quote, Take this in. Behold what Jesus is doing here. This is the stunning power of a transformed life. Signs, wonders, and miracles are important. They play a key part in the story. They become important moments with ongoing significance. A transformed life is like a sign and wonder that keep on going. A transformed life is like a miracle turned into a movement. It keeps on going, picking up steam, overcoming obstacles, enduring suffering, doing impossible things, winning unwinnable battles, and all the while demonstrating unfathomable love. It's why your life and your transformation matters so much. Never underestimate the significance of the transformation a foot in your own life. It just might matter the most. It's why this prayer of transformation matters so much. Let's pray it now. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. 
I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. And the question. Tell me the story of your transformation. Here are some journal prompts for you today. How has Jesus transformed my life in the past? How is Jesus transforming my life right now in this season of my discipleship? How might he transform my life in the future? Here's a few more that I think are even better. Who did I used to be? Who am I now? What am I like now? What did I used to be? What am I like now? Who am I becoming in Jesus' name? So we're going to sing a hymn today. We're going to sing, Spirit of God, Descend Upon My Heart. There are five verses to it. It's a song of sanctification. It's a song of, that's another, that's a fancy Bible word for transformation. We'll sing all five verses. 294, I'm sorry, 294. Spirit of God, descend upon my heart. Grab your hymnal, seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Number 294. Spirit of God, descend upon my heart. Wean it from earth through all its pulses move. Stoop to my weakness, mighty as thou art. And make me love thee as I ought to love. I ask no dream, no prophet ecstasies, no sudden rending of the veil of clay. No angel visitant, no opening skies, but take the dimness of my soul away. Hast thou not bid me love thee, God and King? Teach me the struggles of the soul to bear, to check the rising, doubt the rebel sigh. Teach me the patience of unanswered prayer. 
Teach me to love thee as thine angels love. One holy passion filling all my frame, the kindling of the heaven-descended dove, my heart an altar and thy love the flame. Amen. Well, I'm sorry, my voice is is kind of failing me. I think it's just all the pollen in the air. Maybe it's all the dust from all the harvest around here. It's probably not pollen. It's just harvest dust, which is good dust. It is Thursday. I wanted to invite you to something. Back at the New Room Conference, I thought, you know, I wish there was some way I could get together with people here who are part of the wake-up call. At least some of them. And there was a bunch of them there. So we decided to have a lunch. We just opened up a room, good-sized dining room, and uh, everybody grabbed their lunch that we provide with the New Room Conference. you got to come next year, guys. Remember, you're holding the date. So they just brought their lunches in and and I it was such a, a fun time. I just got up to the podium and I said, you know, you've already heard the wake up call today, and you've heard it, you'll hear it tomorrow and the day after that. But how about let's just get to know each other here? And and certainly people around the tables had been sharing over their lunch and visiting and meeting people from all over the place, all over the world people were there from. And I said, I wonder if you guys have any questions for me. It's one thing in all of this we never get to do is just what what questions do you have for me? And I'm like, you can have questions about the wake-up call, how it comes about. Uh, maybe you've got questions about my family, my children, maybe you got questions about Lucy. <laughs> There's nothing off limits, just fire away. And so for the next hour, we just did that. And the questions were fascinating. They were fun. They were interesting. And I did some storytelling and just kind of shared snapshots of my life. I mean, we spend every morning together here. We got to get to know each other more. So I thought, why don't we try that uh, beyond New Room? And so here's the invitation, and I got to wrap. On October the 23rd, that's a Monday night. It's not this coming Monday night, but it's the one following, a week from Monday night. We're just going to open up a Zoom room. and. We're going to gather 7 o'clock Central Time. We'll hold to an hour. We'll keep the agenda pretty simple. We'll just do Q&A with me. You can, we'll have a chat feature, and you can uh, type in questions, and uh, I'll try to answer, like just like we did there in, in uh, the Woodlands for the New Room Conference, nothing off limits. And it, it'll be fun. 
we'll enjoy it. Maybe we'll sing a song. Maybe we'll have a a testimony or two of transformation. And then we'll probably close out just an optional opportunity. Some people enjoy jumping into a breakout room with perfect strangers, six or seven, and greeting each other, saying hello, maybe closing in prayer. Some people really hate that. So we'll we'll save that to the very end and we'll create that opportunity. And then if we'll if you want to just head on out into the night, then that's fine too. But no need for an RSVP. There's a Zoom link in today's email with a passcode if it's needed. Um, but grab that email, get the Zoom link. We'll put it on the Facebook group as well. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, if it goes well, maybe we'll do it again. So Monday, October 23rd, 7 p.m. Central Time for an hour. I mean, like, what else are you going to be doing at that time? Watching Thursday night or Monday night football? <laughs> that will wait. That game will go on till 10 or so. So that's what I got for you today. And uh, now it's time to hit the fields. I'll be looking for you out there. I'll be that guy waving. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 